RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Fannin. Welcome back to The Jim Fannin Show. Can you be tough, ferocious competitor? I mean tough, locked in the zone, narrow focus, confident, cool, passionate about competing. Can you be tough and yet be kind when you leave the field, when you walk away from the court, when you uh, drive home from the golf course? Can you change gears? Can you have passion for excellence and passion for living your genuine, authentic best life? You know, they don't always seem to go together. And I think a lot of competitors get in trouble. They keep the competitive switch always on. And from arena to arena, they carry that edge they feel they need. What's that got to do with parenting your kid? What's that got to do with uh, being the best significant other you can be? Most of you know that I I played professional tennis decades ago. I coached at, at a very high level. It's the U.S. Open going on right now. One of my favorite times of the year. I've been there at least 20 times. I coached uh, quarters, semifinals, uh, top players in the world. So I always have a little jonesing going on. Brings out my ferocious competitor in me. But can you compete at that level and yet leave the court, leave your match? And maybe you had an injustice. Maybe your opponent got into your head, not in a good way. Maybe you had a little animosity. Maybe it wasn't just fun and games. Now, you're competing for high stakes, rankings, money, prestige, wins. My mom, baby, why don't you always have fun? You never smile. You never smile when you play tennis. Uh, Aren't you having fun? Mom, I, I love it. I love the game. There's nothing I'd rather do. I hit tennis balls all day long. But you never smile. Mom, the guy on the other side of the net, we're we're professionals. This guy wants to take all my money. There's money on the table. I'm having fun, but I'm having fun attracting the zone and getting into beast mode. Okay, but you need to smile a little bit. All right, Mom, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll try to smile. You know, competitors have that challenge all the time, changing gears from one arena to the next, can you be a tough, ferocious competitor in business or sports and yet be kind after the match, after the round, going home in rush hour traffic, being kind enough to let somebody in? Now, I think it's possible. In fact, I know it's possible. I want to talk a little bit about a tough and ferocious competitor, one that's made uh, national, possibly even international headlines by retiring. You know, last week I spoke about aftermath visualization. Getting to the top is one thing, and that takes all your energy, all your focus. Staying there, uh, that's a different paradigm. There is a shift. It's tough. It's tough to get to the top and then leave or forced to leave because of injury. I was coaching Carlos Delgado, the great baseball player, 
uh, best hitter uh, uh, from Puerto Rico, and that's saying quite a bit. There's some great players in Puerto Rico. Carlos Delgado hit four home runs in one game, played for the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, played for the Marlins briefly, played for the Mets. He hit 473 home runs, 27 home runs short of the elusive 500 club where most Hall of Famers possess 500 home runs. But he had to retire. That was tough. How do you turn off that competitive juice because he had a hip surgery, couldn't play anymore. I remember John Buck, when I coached John, the catcher for the New York Mets, he retired. He retired the year after he hit 12 home runs in the month of April for the Mets. Still a record for the month of April for the New York Mets. But he retired. Family needed him. He left a lot of money on the table. Carlos Delgado left a lot of money on the table. And now Andrew Luck is leaving approximately a half a billion with a B on the table. And that's according to the Colts owner, uh, Jim Ursay. I've said this so many times to everybody I coach. You're more than a pro athlete. You're a son. You're a brother. You're a father. You have your own personal finance, your own self, your own wellness, your own spirituality. This is what Andrew Luck said upon shocking the NFL, shocking the sports world, retiring. I've been stuck in this process. He was so emotional. He went on to say, I haven't been able to live the life I want to live. It's taken the joy out of the game. The only way forward for me is to remove myself from football, the game I love. I've lost the joy. This is not an easy decision, he was quoted. It's the hardest decision in my life, but it's the right decision for me. Getting to the top is one thing. Staying there, especially with injuries, now that's different. You know, you want to change gears. You want to be ferocious on the field and and then be kind in other aspects of your life. It's not easy to turn that switch on and off. Andrew Luck threw for 4,593 yards, 39 TDs, and he won Comeback Player of the Year. Led the Colts back to the playoffs for the first time since 2014. Showing the NFL he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But an injury derailed him. Calf strain kept him out of the team's off-season activities, minicamp. He took part in only three days of training camp. And you know what? If you have an injury, I had my shoulder completely replaced. Left-handed tennis player had my left shoulder completely replaced. It impacts everything. Not just not playing the sport, but it impacts everything. A calf strain, but it just impacts walking to the bathroom. He said he just had to shut it down. He had difficulty moving in the pocket. I'm in pain. I'm still in pain, he said. Four years of pain, rehab cycle, myriad of issues, calf strain, posterior ankle impingement, high ankle sprain. You know, that's part of the part of NFL, part of football, being a ferocious competitor. He started thinking about retirement a couple of weeks ago, and um, he stunned the Colts, that's for sure. Stunned them because they were super caliber uh, roster this year, 2019. I love this team, Luck said. I love my teammates. Well, he's going to finish a great career, 2,000 completions, 3,290 attempts, 24,000 yards, close to it, 171 TDs, 
It's hard to forget those numbers, but boy, was he booed as he walked off the field uh, following last Saturday's game. He heard it. It hurt him. And then this morning I saw Gronkowski, the retired Patriot. We love Gronk. Crying on TV, talking about his retirement. He had lost the joy. That's putting everything in one arena so much that you lose the joy. And part of the reason people lose the joy is it's hard to turn and change gears. Of course, injuries, well, that's a different thing. So the question is, can you be tough? Can you be ferocious, the ultimate competitor in business, in sports, yet can you be kind, gentle in the other arenas of your life? Can you change gears? Kindness, kindness. We need kindness in our country. It's missing. Everything's getting to the top. Everything is about winning. Everything has become selfish. We put others down to build ourselves up. Come on. I'd have done that in the third grade. I don't know what would have happened, but I know one thing. It wouldn't be pretty. My parents would not have allowed me to do that. We need to be kind and ferocious when we compete. We need to be kind to our neighbors. You are more than an athlete. You are more than a business person. Don't forget that. And now let's change gears because it's September. It was originally the seventh month, September, the seventh month, 30 days as the old version of the Roman calendar. And uh, and then they added two months, January and February, making it 12 months. And, uh, and then Julius Caesar added one day to the month, making it uh, 30 instead of uh, 29. It's pretty powerful. I think I'll add a day to September. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. September starts on the same day of the week every year, just like December. Uh, but it does not end on the same day of the week as any other month of the year. September starts on the same day of the week, just like December, every year. If you're going to buy flowers, buy the birth flower of September, forget-me-nots, glory, uh, morning glories, asters, birthstone, buy a sapphire. That translates into clear thinking. There's some uh, cool days coming up. This one I don't want you to forget on September 6th. That's National Fight Procrastination Day. Anyway, one of these years, I'll get around to celebrating that. I keep procrastinating that. And then on the 8th of September, <coughs> National Grandparents Day, which I am a grandparent. My uh, grandson will be uh, two years old, October the 4th. So September, he will transition into the next year. And I'm looking forward to celebrating National Grandparents Day. I am Papa. That's fun. And... Uh, The 21st of September is World Gratitude Day. But right now, let's talk about you. It is September in a few days. Q3 will close. Q4 is around the corner. We need to close this third quarter like a champion and then open the fourth quarter like a champion and close the entire year as a champion. So right now, what do you want to accomplish in this next month? What? do you want to accomplish? I mean locked in, macro accomplishment. Choose three things right now that you want to accomplish for the month of September. Get them in your mind. Make it large, make it big. And if you can only think of one, that's fine. 
two, that's fine. No more than three. And now unhinge your jaw. Relax. Project yourself to the end of September to October 1st. Those 30 days are off the calendar. See those three things in their completed, finished state. See them in your mind's eye as if it's so. Lower your breathing, definitely under 10 breaths a minute. Longer inhale, longer exhale. Soften your eyes, close them unless you're driving, and see what you will accomplish in September, the end of Q3. 20 days of work, Monday through Friday work. Of course, Labor Day, we won't be working. 20 days to accomplish business goals. 20 days, even though there's 30 in the month. I'm not counting the weekends. Chill out, replenish, get your energy back. But those 20 days get prepared. They're going to come off that calendar in a hurry. See what you want. See it as if it's so. See it in finished state. And see it right now in your mind. With all of its glory of color, sound, smell if it's appropriate, taste, touch, make it real. Your subconscious does not know the difference between fantasy and reality. Self-discipline is being prepared mentally, physically, technically for the greatest month of your life, September coming up. And now around those three accomplishments, let's add a whole bunch of kindness. Kindness. Yes, you can be a ferocious competitor. You can lock in like a cheetah that hasn't eaten in two weeks. With one mindset, I eat now. You can do that. And then switch gears and become kind. Have you ever thrown a boomerang? You know, that Australian piece of wood. It's got two more arms of airfoil wings kind of connected at an angle. A boomerang. And when you throw it correctly, the spinning creates unbalanced aerodynamic forces that curve its path and returns to its point of origin. You throw it out, and the boomerang, if you throw it correctly, it comes back. Well, a mental boomerang is very similar to the famous Australian throwing stick. When you throw focused, positive, even negative mental energy away from you, it returns to you in the form of how you sent it. And sometimes it's immediate. Good morning. How are you? I hope you had an amazing evening. The mental boomerang thrower said with a smile as she entered the room, positive energy sent will eventually be returned the same. Well, unfortunately, negative mental boomerangs, they work the same. You can be ferocious. You can be hungry for success, and you can put on blinders when you're working or when you're training or when you're performing. Just wrap a whole bunch of kindness 
because that's what you want to send out most of the time. Kindness. Kindness. Well, first of all, you got to be kind to yourself. If you could be kind to yourself and do one thing just for you in this upcoming month of September, what would that be? What would you do to be kind to you? If you're kind to you and how you talk to you, how you think about you, how you talk about you and think about you when you're with other people, do you put yourself down? Do you use negative sarcasm about yourself? Oh, man, I ate so much, my... My rear end is so big, I feel like I'm being followed. (laughs) And everybody laughs. Sarcasm placed on me. That's not kind. We need kindness. We can still compete. We can be the best in the world. But we can do it with kindness wrapped around that ferocity. It's doable. It's possible. Here's a few tips on creating a positive mental boomerang. Compliment. Oh, you look awesome. God, I love your outfit. You look so good in green. Well, obviously, these statements make the receiver feel good. Sending out positive energy. That's going to get a return compliment, possibly. At least you'll get a big smile, especially if that boomerang is thrown with sincerity. Compliment. Upgrade your greeting. We've talked about that many times on the show. This is an act of kindness. An uplifting response to a generic, hey, Jim, how you doing? How are you? I'm awesome. Best I've ever been. That's a positive reaction, and you're going to get a reaction when you throw that boomerang to that question. And then giving. This may be the most selfish activity in the world. Small gifts of advice, small gift of guidance, instruction, maybe a referral, or maybe a an appreciation for something without seeking a return. Well, that'll definitely get a boomerang return gifts to you. And, and we all know the boomerang smile. I mean, I'm smiling right now. I hope you are. Smile right now. And if you're driving, smile at everybody on the road. A boomerang smile will always return to you, even though you've left a golf course where it was your worst round. Give a smile, get a smile. Asking great questions. What does that return? Well, that boomerang return, will you'll get great answers. Ask about another person's kids or their significant other or their pet projects, whatever that is. You'll see what happens. That boomerang, you'll get some passion back when you ask great questions. And then when you think about someone, see them smiling. You got to send some vibes. These can travel geographically. You don't have to be in the room with them. See them in a positive light. We've talked about this on this show. A great teacher sends positive boomerangs by picturing a student's success, especially the one that's failing. A great coach sends positive vibes by seeing a superstar, but everybody else says, he's not that good, he's marginal. Send the vibes. No more thinking about negative people. No more thinking about someone in a negative light. Even if they've wronged you, send the boomerang of kindness. And then this one, delivering this positive power statement, this can change somebody's life and the lives of all that they touch. This is the 
boomerang of, I believe in you. I believe in you. What a bold statement for you to say. I believe in you. This boomerang, this returns positivity. It comes back to great leaders and great teachers and great coaches, great spouses, great parents, great friends. I believe in you. What's the bottom line? You can be ferocious. You can be locked in. You can be so in the zone. But then when you leave the office, send out positives, positive returns. Send out negatives. Well, you know what's going to happen. You better duck and flinch. (laughs) Start throwing an assault of positive mental boomerangs to everybody that you meet. Positive returns, they're going to come back. Kindness, what is kindness? It's the quality of being friendly, generous, considerate. How's that working out, America? Friendly, generous, considerate. Affection, gentleness, warmth, concern, care. Boy, those are words that are associated with kindness. How's your kindness? You know, kindness has a connotation of being somebody that's weak and not strong and maybe even naive. That's not the case. You can be ferocious as a competitor and still be kind. In fact, sometimes kindness requires courage and a show of strength. This is an interpersonal skill, kindness. You know, researchers, and in my personal research, it's one of the most important predictors of satisfaction and stability in your marriage. Kindness. Boy, it doesn't take much to be kind to a significant other. Drop the sarcasm. Drop the judgment. Kindness. There's different ways to practice it, but one way to be kind is just to open up your eyes and be active observers because you might see somebody in need. You might see somebody needs you to help them open the door because they're holding packages. Do you notice when people could use a helping hand? Well, if you still have the game face on and you're walking into the other arenas of your life, you will not notice other people needing a helping hand. When everybody does that, a whole sense of community is created. That's when people are kind to those who need help. Open your eyes. Notice when others are suffering. A kind word a smile, open a door, helping carry a heavy load. Those are all acts of kindness. Celebrating somebody you love, giving honest compliments, sending an email, thanking somebody, telling somebody how special they are to you. Are we kind to the elderly? Well, we're not in Japan where they're kind to the elderly. In fact, the elderly are revered. I'm not sure we're that kind? Do you help an elderly neighbor with yard work or food? Or what do you do? What kind of acts of kindness do you have? Kindness is a willingness to full heartedly celebrate somebody else's successes. Don't qualify, don't put them down. Be kind. Your response to someone's success well, that may determine more about your relationship than how you respond when times are tough. Appreciate what they've done. Be kind. Don't minimize the success and not pay attention to it 
or bring up all the challenges that you're going to have with success. Kindness is to be openly happy for the other person. And I don't want anything back. You know, the boomerang is going to come back, but it doesn't need to come back. It comes back by itself. You just need to send it out. And, you know, kindness is also about telling the truth in a gentle way, a considerate way, and, and telling the truth when it's helpful to somebody else. To receive accurate feedback in a loving, caring way, well, that's an important part of a trusted relationship. Best friends do that. Business partners do that. Teammates do that. It takes courage to give and receive truthful feedback. I mean, that's a key, key component of growth and flexible thinking. And it's the mark of a champion. And again, I got to go back kindness, and we talked about this earlier. It's being kind to you. What's your inner dialogue? Do you speak gently? Do you speak gently, kindly to you? Do you take good care of you? Are you kind? If you don't drink enough water, that's not very kind to your body. If you don't get enough sleep, there's no kindness there. So there's so many ways to be kind, and there's many, many opportunities to practice kindness. Kindness is a value that can add more satisfaction to you. It's also going to help strengthen your relationships. Kindness. There's a couple ideas. Gift an inspirational book for no reason, wanting nothing in return. They make little small gift books. My mother always had a a drawer in um, little chest of drawers in the dining room, and she had gifts all wrapped up. Anybody would come unannounced, my mom would have a gift. She had these little inspirational books. People loved it. That was an act of kindness. And you know what? Watching her shop for that little gift drawer, I got so much pleasure because I saw the passion she had, even knowing who she might give it to. Donate clothing. Donate books. Reply to a post that you like. We don't always do that. Sometimes we go, wow, that was a great post. Like it. That's kind. Buy lemonade from a lemonade stand. That's kind. Welcome a new neighbor. Take a gift package, a gift uh, basket to a neighbor. That's old school. Leave positive sticky notes. Those are acts of kindness. I put a note in the freezer for my wife, knowing at some point she's going to find it. Unfortunately, my uh, teenage daughter at the time found it. She thought I was disgusting. The note said, it's cold in here, but I'm still hot for you. That was the note I left in the, in the, in the, in the freezer. And, uh, of course, when my daughter found it, she just rolled her eyes and goes, seriously, seriously, hey, it's not for you. It was an act of kindness for your mom. Leave a generous tip. Breakfast? I had breakfast 10 bucks. I gave him 20. Why? It ain't easy being a breakfast waiter or breakfast waitress to get up early. Typically, the meals aren't that expensive relative to dinner, even lunch. So the tips are going to be smaller. So they got to hustle. Leave a generous tip, an act of kindness. Smile often, laugh often, laugh often. Compliment a parent on how well-behaved their kids are. 
unsolicited, handwrite positive thank you notes. Handwrite them. No email. Old school. Build a birdhouse. That's kind. You'll also get a lot of pleasure of it. But that's kind. Adopt a pet. Well, that's an act of kindness. That's a boomerang, too. You send that out, you'll get great joy from the pet. Walk or run a 5K for a good cause. And while you're walking or running, think about the cause. Give away your parking space. Now, I'm in Chicago. I I don't know what's going on in Chicago, but I know one thing. Traffic has increased, I think, a third. And uh, out in the burbs going downtown, it, it takes almost twice as much time. So giving away a parking space or being a polite, kind driver, especially in rush hour traffic. Uh, well, you got to be a little aggressive, but you can be kind where you got to go. Give up a parking space. Be kind. Clean gym equipment after you use it. You know you violated that. Come on. You know you were sweating profusely on the treadmill, dripping all over everything. Did you wipe it down? Eh, That's an act of kindness. Plant a tree. When is the last time you planted a tree? We need to plant a lot of trees. The Amazon's burning. 20% of the world's oxygen. The Earth's lungs, it's on fire. Plant a tree. That's kind of cool. I've planted a tree, multiple trees. Go plant a tree. You'll love it. Pick up trash around town. What? Pick up trash around town. Take your kids, get in the car, take some garbage bags, and pick up trash. Why? Because it's a kind thing to do. Send encouraging email. Congratulations. Well done. How about bake somebody a cake? All right, I haven't done that. I'm not a baker. I don't make pies. I don't bake cakes. But I bought them, and I've given them. Help a sick or handicapped neighbor with simple chores. I've got a really close friend, Jimmy Zawiski. Jimmy Z, hey, Jimmy, if you're listening, you're awesome because you are one kind soul. Jimmy has a handicapped friend, uh, confined to a wheelchair, and um, Jimmy's actually helped him get a wheelchair. He's taken his wheelchair to get repaired. He brings him food. He sees him once a month. He's a good friend. That's a kind person. Jimmy Z, you are one kind person. Endorse a skill. Give a positive recommendation on LinkedIn. You know we all want those positive recommendations. We want you to endorse our skills. Do we do it? Yeah, we don't have time. It's a kind gesture. How about visiting the local zoo? We got two zoos in Chicago. Brookfield Zoo. It's awesome. If you've never been to the Brookfield Zoo, it's in Brookfield, Illinois, about 20 minutes outside of Chicago, outside of the Loop. But that's kind. You're donating a little bit of cash to the zoo to help take care of the animals. Take someone with you. Take a kid with you. Go to an arboretum. Go to the zoo. How about offering to take a photo for tourists? I did that two days ago downtown and I, I saw they want, they were taking pictures. They were trying to do a group selfie, and it wasn't going well. And I, I just volunteered. What did that cost me? Uh, 20 seconds, 30 seconds? 
And what did I get for it? A lot of a lot of boomerang thanks, a lot of kindness, a lot of smiles. Offer to take a photo. How about giving somebody the benefit of the doubt? I had uh, a client who had a challenge. He always needed to be right. That was his thing. This is recent. I need to be right. He would go down in flames arguing. And then eventually, he told me the day. I actually gave someone the benefit of the doubt. I didn't need to fight. I didn't need to be right. I said, how did it feel? Wow, it felt good. And did you want anything in return? I did not, which made it feel even better. But he got something in return anyway, that boomerang of kindness back. How about writing a positive restaurant review? Oh, we write them when it sucks. There's no question. We write it when the service is bad, the food is bad, the place is filthy. We'll write a review. Do you write a nice review? A positive review? That's kind. Be kind. So the question at the very top, can you be tough? Can you be ferocious competitor in business, sports? And yet, in the other areas of your life, can you flip the switch and turn on kindness when you leave the field, leave the court, leave the office, leave the boardroom, leave the golf course? Are you kind? America, come on. We need some kindness. We need to send that kindness boomerang. It's going to come back. But you need to take care of kindness from the mirror in your bathroom out to the curb in front of your house. Who's ever in that area, whatever key people, your kids, your significant other, your siblings, your mom or dad, who's ever in that space, let's upgrade some kindness. You can do this one family at a time, eventually one community at a time. America, we're a kind, benevolent country. We have given for as long as I can remember in my life. But the giving right now, well, we need to start giving at home, and we also need to be kind to ourselves. And right now, let's, uh, let's see what's missing and see what you need to shore up for the upcoming month of September so you can close Q3 like a champion. So pull up in your car. You're coming to the Zone Cafe, and we are cooking. We got five ingredients. You know the drill if you've been here to the Jim Fannin Show. The Zone Cafe, where everything's positive. Oh, and we're kind here. Yes, we're, we're not only cooking up some awesome ingredients to make you and help you be the most genuine, authentic person you can be, but we're doing it swiftly. This self-awareness trip to the Zone Cafe, and that's going to tell you what's missing. The Zone is a purposeful calm, and you have this feeling that nothing can go wrong. And you can be in that locked-in zone with the blinders on, but you can also be in a little different zone, kind of a kindness zone in other facets of your life. There are five ingredients, five intangibles. Self-discipline, the willingness, the commitment to stay with goals and tasks for the entire 30 days of September. Are you ready? Are you ready to be disciplined and accomplish those three major things you want to accomplish. And that one thing you're going to do for you, are you ready? Are you committed? Do you have the willingness to do whatever you need to do to make it so? Well, if you're not there yet, you're going to need some discipline. 
maybe you need to focus. Maybe you're not aware of when people need a kind act. Maybe you're too busy into yourself. Maybe you've been too selfish. I've been there before. I know playing pro sports, we can get caught up into our own performance and coaching someone. It's all about their success. But I need to be aware just like you need to be aware and we need to be aware. In order to do that, you need concentration, mental, physical, locked in awareness in the moment, seeing what's in front of you, even looking people in the eye long enough to discern eye color. Do you need some concentration for September? Place your order because it's ready to go right now. But maybe, maybe September needs something big. Maybe it needs a big, bold basket of optimism, confidence. I can, I will, I am accomplishing those three things, whatever they might be, no rules. And while I'm accomplishing these things, it's going to move me to my annual 2019 mission and vision. I'm going to be kind. Be confident with your kindness. Be confident that you can be locked in in one arena and locked in another, although they're different. They're different even though you're locked in. Do you need optimism? Do you need confidence? But maybe maybe you need some relaxation. And we're cooking up a whole bunch of relaxation. Is that what you need? No more worry, no more anxiety, no more fear. No more fear. That's an imagination at play, fear. Anchored typically on what's happened into the past. Do you need to relax? Be free from the chains of worry, anxiety, and fear? Well, if you do, being aware of it, well, now you're being kind to yourself. That means aware of your breathing, aware that your jaw is clenched while you're driving. Right now in traffic, are you holding on to the steering wheel a little too tightly? Relax, chill out, breathe deeply, exhale freely. Do you need relaxation? But maybe... Maybe you need the Happy Meal because we're cooking that. It's the end product of of the acronym, which I just went through, self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, enjoyment, spells the word score. And the last letter, S-C-O-R-E, you ready to have some passion, some enjoyment, some pleasure, some satisfaction of getting the work done with kindness wrapped around it? You ready for that? You need some smiles? You need more passion, more zest in your life, more pep. You want to get up positive, go to sleep positive, but with high energy. Well, we got some enjoyment. We got the happy meal. So what do you need? What do you need? Well, the one thing I know for me personally right now, I am going to add uh, a little more self-discipline. I've got a couple of projects. I need to focus on them. I need to put a little more stringent timeline on some of the parts. But I do know, and I can see it when I shut my eyes, October 1 is here. A little over 30 days from this broadcast, if you're listening to it when we post. Yeah, I see it finished in a positive way. And once I've done that, once I'm disciplined, and now I can just be my genuine, authentic best self. And that is the ultimate in living a great life. Be in the zone, everybody, and help those around you be in the zone as well. Be kind. And let's close the third quarter like a champion. 
Until next time, live in the zone. It's the only place to be. This has been America's most positive podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannin.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. Hey gang, Jerry Pizza Hug here, co-host of the brand new podcast called A Place for My Head. Each week, Brandon Thompson and I are going to be talking about the importance of mental health. We're going to be talking everything from stress, anxiety, different mental illnesses, different chronic illnesses, and frankly, the rigors of everyday life and how we all struggle to get through it. We're not medical professionals, but we are looking to start that conversation that needs to be had about the stigma around mental illness and how it affects us every single day. We'll talk to experts, but at the end of the day, A Place for My Head is all about real people with real stories about real life. Subscribe now to A Place for My Head with Brandon Thompson and myself, Jerry Petock. First show drops Monday, September 2nd on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.